What do Yuval Noah Harari, Elon Musk, and Joe Biden have in common? Today we're going to discuss transhumanism, Neuralink, brain chips, and how it ties into Bible prophecy. All of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Transhumanism, Neuralink, uh, eliminating free will, those are all going to be part of the things we discuss today. We'd love to get your perspective, your questions around that topic, specifically 877-END TIME is the number to join us. Before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you that First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. Doug, what's your favorite again? The Boston Common. That new one you just tried last week? It's not, didn't take the crown? No, I still like the Common. All right, yeah. so go get the Boston <laughs> Common in honor of Doug Norvell. Uh, they have 11 different roasts, like I said. You can get them ground, whole bean, or even pods for your Keurig machine. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe while using the code ENDTIME, they'll give you another 10% off. So firstcup.com. Do that today. All right, Doug, transhumanism, always a hot topic. Uh, we like to talk about these things because, well, partly because... You know, you, you and I... You scare me when you start saying that, partly because... <laughs> well, you and I, we, um, off air, enjoy a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. And for a long time, <laughs> transhumanism was considered a conspiracy theory. But here yeah. we are on the... They're talking about this very subject in the highest rankings of world leaders mm -hmm. that's on the earth. And so, apparently, it's not a conspiracy anymore. Right. Yeah, and I mean it's it's something we've talked about before, but it's made some some leaps now, and it's going to be interesting what we're going to talk about with Elon Musk and some of the things that uh, they're doing right now. But uh, you know, before we jumped into it, I wanted to kind of give everybody an ABC of what transhumanism is, and the BBC kind of put together uh, a little short video. It's a little cartoon video there, kind of explaining the benefits of transhumanism. We ready for it? Let's do it. All right. The A to Z of isms, transhumanism. Most of us would consider the end of the human race as a catastrophe. There are some, however, who will not only rejoice at it, but want to hasten the day it arrives. Transhumanists look forward to a future in which Homo sapiens is superseded by a better, smarter, fitter model, Humanity 2.0. Humans are in dire need of improvement. Any species that causes huge damage to our environment can't feed itself even though it has enough food and fights countless wars costing millions of lives must surely benefit from an intelligence upgrade. Our lifespans are short. Our final years usually characterized by diminishing health and vitality, often accompanied by a drop-off in cognitive capacity. One in three people born in 2015 are expected to get dementia. Is this really the best we can hope for? Transhumanists think not. Aging could be stopped and even reversed. Enhancements could dramatically raise our IQs and make us stronger and fitter. 
we might even be able to leave our fragile bodies behind and upload ourselves to computers living forever in virtual worlds. Improving humanity through science and technology could radically change us. Such a new beginning would in effect be the end of humanity as we know it. Many transhumanists see this as not only desirable but inevitable. The scientist and futurist Ray Kurzweil believes we are approaching what he calls the singularity, the point at which computers become smart enough to learn for themselves, after which they will rapidly become smarter and smarter. The future belongs to artificial intelligence. The only way for humanity to survive is to embrace it and become wholly or partially artificial ourselves. The thought of being replaced by a new form of humanity is bound to be unsettling. But transhumanists think we would be wrong to lament the end of humanity as we know it, when what replaces us would be so much better. It would be like wishing children never grew up or that Homo erectus never evolved into Homo sapiens. If the transhumanists are right, we could be one of the last generations of humans to roam the planet. Now, Doug, that starts to make me think about the Apple Vision Pro. Have you seen those? I don't think I'm familiar They're, with that. Oh, Doug, we've got to look into that. Maybe maybe <laughs> talk about it on tomorrow's show. But okay. it's the new uh, glasses, and they're not. They're more like goggles mm -hmm. that Apple has put out, and. You wear them on your head, and you, people are walking around in public with these on, and they're in their homes, and they've got ten different TVs on huh. through the through the goggles. Wow! So we'll have to check that out. But it's basically making them almost like a robot. But I, I want to remind you, we need your help when we talk about these type of things and say that um, they're not good for society, transhumanism and such. Of course, the overlords at Facebook, YouTube, no doubt. Uh, and Google, they don't really like us saying that because they don't want that promoted. So this is where you can come in and help us out. Share this video, uh, give us a heart instead of the blue thumbs up, and uh, be sure to comment. One thing they can comment, Doug, when he was talking about reversing like age, mm -hmm. it made me think about your recent birthday that you had. <laughs> but then I went, you know what, everyone already knows about that, but mm. what they don't know perhaps is that Judy Baxter just celebrated a birthday yesterday. So. Put in the comments, happy birthday, Judy. Let her go. know how much she's loved. Of course, um, you know, Irvin Baxter was the face of this ministry for decades. Yeah. And Judy was by his side um, through all of it, through before there ever was an end time. Right. She supported him through and through. And, you know, we got front row seats to see their relationship and how they... Um, helped lead end time for so many decades and we're so appreciative of Judy Baxter. So yeah. comment, happy birthday, Judy. Uh, let her know how much you love her. Now, Doug, mm -hmm. that video creeps a lot of people out. What are your thoughts on it? Well, if the video creeps you out, the next story is really going to creep you out. I mean, the, the thing about the video, we've heard this before. So, you know, I mean, we, we've looked at things like this in the past, Vince, and we've talked about how this seemed like it was very far off in the future. Like this is sci-fi type stuff. It's not something that you expect to happen in 2024, but yet here we are and they're talking about it more and more. Uh, we're going to talk about, as we get into the program, the WEF and their involvement in this as well and, and what they really want to see here. But um, this article will, I think it'll really creep folks out because well, it's very strange. When we talk about the WEF's involvement, that's going to help us answer the question what does Yuval Noah Harari, Elon Musk, and Joe Biden have in common? Right. Of course, 
you and I think about that, and I think we can start tying those together pretty quickly. I don't know that the average person that's just living life, not looking at this every day, right. I don't know if they're making those connections. Um, and you know, a lot of people, Vince, they look at Elon Musk as, uh, you know, he's a defender of truth and, you know, all that. And I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. I mean, he's a tech expert and he is, uh, you know, the he, richest man in the world. Yeah, he's richest man in the world, of course, owns Tesla and, and all the things that, that go along with that. But he has uh, developed this neural link and it's something that, you know, it, it's, it's gone to the next level now. Remember, they had talked about... Last year, we covered a story where he said that he wanted to, early in 2024, try it on the first human uh, experiment, do mm -hmm. an experiment with a human. So they got the green light to do that. Well, yesterday, a uh, report came out that they now have done this, and it's been successful so far. Now, they now have done this. They now yeah. have implanted Neuralink in someone's brain. Yes. So a computer chip... They've actually now done this and they're testing it. And the headline of this story is that the person can now move the mouse on their computer with their mind. Yes. Using Neuralink. So they can look at their computer and control the cursor to be able to click play on the latest end time video. Right. And when you look Creepy. at the video that we just watched with this cartoon that we're talking about, hooking up to the computers yeah. and, and being able to... You'll be able to, to download yourself yes. and live forever. Yeah, very, very strange. Now, Doug, someone was watching that video and they commented in the, in the chat and said, won't we be raptured when this happens? I can't believe that question still comes up on our chat because we talk about it so frequently, but I realize, you know, there's new people joining in all the time. So can you answer that real quickly? Like, aren't we going to be raptured while the Mark of the Beast is implemented and things like um, we read about in the book of Revelation. That's what people, a lot of people think. Right. And so, uh, you know, we know from scripture, I mean, for one thing, we know in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, that Jesus himself said that immediately after the tribulation of those days is when the sun would be dark and the moon wouldn't give its light, the stars would fall and he would send his angels together as elect. That's a brief summary of those three uh, verses there. But also in Revelation chapter uh, 20, Vince, we see uh, verse 4 through 6, it talks about John seeing the souls of those who have been beheaded because they refused to take the mark of the beast or to worship the beast. And that these lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years, and this is the first resurrection. So those people who lived through the time of the mark of the beast, refused the mark of the beast, were killed because of it, they are the first resurrection. It says that the rest of the dead did not rise until the thousand years were finished. So there's one resurrection that's going to happen, and people who live through the mark of the beast are included in that rapture. So, or, or that resurrection, I guess is a better word to call it. A lot of people refuse to believe in a rapture because the word's not in the Bible, but well, I was we'll just say, call it resurrection. I was going to say that there are people who will say rapture is a new thing. Yeah. It was invented in the 1800s. So how do you combat that when you're talking about? Well, there's, there's specifically a uh, resurrection that is talked about, that the dead in Christ rise first, and then we that are alive and left will be changed in a flash or a twinkling of an eye from mortal to immortal bodies. And so it lets us know that there's a time when Jesus comes back that that's going to happen. As a matter of fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 
15 around verse 20, it talks about Jesus being the first fruits of those that have died and come back to life, the resurrection. He's the first fruits of that. And then those uh, that belong to Christ when he returns at his coming. And so it lets us know that that's when this resurrection happens. So even if you take the word rapture out, rapture is really people are referring to the resurrection. And we know that that's all through the Bible and it tells us uh, many different times. And so we believe, we can prove in scripture, and I just gave you a, a few there, that um, the rapture or the resurrection will happen at Jesus' second coming. So we coming will be after here. After the tribulation. We yes. will still be on earth during the mark of the beast, during right. these crazy times that we're reading about. I mean, I, to me, when people say that, I want to go, well, you're still here. Right. <laughs> like, right. You, and this you, is happening. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> you're here. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Well, give us a call. We'd love to hear your thoughts, questions about uh, these topics that we're covering today. 877 N times the number to join us. I do want to remind you that with the elections in Taiwan and Iran increasing its aggression, uh, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves even plunge into this primary season. Of course, we have the presidential election coming up. Uh, how have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help you with that. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. Birch Gold can help you by making that part of yours. So Birch Gold, they're going to help convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. So visit birchgold.com slash endtime for a free info kit. Pray about what's best for you and your family and make the best decision you possibly can. So arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through birchgold.com slash end time and get that free info kit today. All right, Doug, so we just got into the first line of this Elon Musk story. Uh, what else do we need to know about this and how they're, they've implanted this, brain, uh, this chip into someone's brain? So one thing we need to remember is this is in the early stages of this, okay? So, um, you know, everybody don't rush out to get your, your brain chip right now. Uh, they need to kind of... Or ever. Or ever. <laughs> I would never do it, I'm just telling you. But uh, th this was tried in some chimps before this, and this article is a whole lot larger than what we're going to cover today, but uh, you can find it in Brett Bart. And, and it, one of the things that it says was that several of the monkeys died because of complications of this implant. But they finally got it to a point to where it uh, appeared as though the recipient would be able to uh, receive this chip and then be able to function with this chip. So that's where we are now. They've named it telepathy, which is kind of creepy in itself because now this brain uh, chip called telepathy, uh, they are going to eventually, the aim of this is to uh, control devices like your cell phone, your computers, and anything electronic like that, tablets, probably even smart televisions with your brain, you'll be able to do that now. Uh, well, think of how convenient that would be, Doug. You don't even have to pull your phone out to read a text, which that's why I bring up Apple Vision Pro is they, these guys put these headsets on and they can have their text thread right there in their goggles. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it appears that they can scroll through by literally reaching their hand out in midair and, and scrolling through their text messages, but it's actually in the goggles. And of course they look absolutely ridiculous. Well, now I have seen, since you described it, I have seen video of people like walking through their house running into coffee tables yeah, and stuff. Yeah, people buy front row seats to a basketball game mm -hmm. with their goggles on and they're watching 
whatever else they are on their on their uh, wow. Vision Pros. That, well, uh, and, and really so this weird. takes me back to when we were talking about Meta, the Metaverse. Mm -hmm. Remember where you could choose your character and you could go into the Metaverse and you could be anything you wanted to be mm -hmm. and anybody you wanted to be. And you could all come together and have these little meetings with one another. I can see how that would work with something like that. And, you know, I mean, I've seen things like this before. Uh, in sci-fi stuff, I can remember <laughs> seeing it a long time ago on a Star Trek episode where the entire ship was controlled by these goggles that these people brought to them and it like brainwashed them and they were just, you know, the entire ship was able to be taken over because of that. So just think about those kind of things when they're messing with your mind, when they're getting you to engulf yourself in this and think about what Noah Harari, uh, Yuval Noah Harari said at one time when they asked him, well, what will human beings be good for? And he said, I don't know, uh, maybe we'll just give you drugs and let you play video games all the time. So he's basically saying you'll be useless as the uh, this fifth industrial revolution really starts ramping up and we see the computers become smarter than human beings and AI really take over the world. That's their plan. Uh, and they believe that they can become like gods, I believe. And the the last that sounds insane, Doug. This yeah, it doesn't sound like that's really what they believe. Like, there's know. no way that can be true. <laughs> I know it's it's very strange. And you know, you saw in that video we showed well ago, they're talking about having superpowers, uh, being super strong, super fit, uh, being able to use more parts of your brain. You know, it, we're told that we only use a small percentage of our brain, and if we ever achieve to where we use our entire brain we would be brilliant, you know, and we'd be able to do all kinds of things and tap into some things. So that's what they're wanting to do. This, this article ends with saying in the future, they hope to restore capabilities such as vision, uh, motor functions, and speech, and eventually expand how we experience the world. So the thing about that is I know if you're, you know, a quadriplegic or a, even, you know, a, a paralyzed person of any uh, capacity that these things probably sound wonderful because you're thinking yes I can walk again and it, you know it makes me think of the six million dollar man you know when uh, they had to rebuild a person from scratch because he was in a terrible plane crash and they build this it makes me think of Terminator bionic that's, that's guy my generation <laughs> yeah there I'm you thinking go. of bad things bad things <laughs> but I mean so they're trying to portray this as this is going to be a great thing and it's going to be wonderful but think about things like the Mark of the Beast and how that's going to be portrayed as well. I mean, we're already seeing things, um, you know, with the, the transhumanism movement where we're, we're really, we're kind of brainwashing people into believing like we were talking about earlier today. We're, we're getting to children at an early age and convincing them that they can be any sex that they want to be, that they're just because they're born even adults. A, a male doesn't mean they have to stay a male. And so yeah. it's a brainwashing thing. And that's the same thing that, uh, you know, I fear that this is leading us to. Yeah. Implant that and now you control the body potentially. Yeah. Doug, it leads, I got three questions that come to mind while you're going through that article. Yeah. Uh, one is for the audience. Uh, will you get a brain chip? I'd love to hear your answer. Uh, yes or no on the brain chip and even tell us why. Uh, the second question, Doug, is for you, the guru. Oh, no. Is Neuralink the mark of the beast? First of all, folks, I'm not a guru, so y'all You're a guru. You look up the definition um, of guru. You know, Doug Norvell is that, wherever here, here's, I am. Here's the thing. Neuralink could become part of the mark of the beast because, you know, I have the scripture 
down here about the mark of the beast where it it talks about uh, in Revelation it talks about without having this mark of the beast in your right hand or your forehead that you won't be able to buy sell or, or trade without this and you will worship the beast so so think about that because this could in a way be tied into that. I'm not saying right now that it is, but I'm saying it could be because it would be another way that they could control you. I mean, if they can hook you up to a computer, they can also control you. They can program you. They can shut you down if they need to. So it's about control. And even if, like I was saying before, if you're a person that's in a wheelchair and you're thinking this would be great, I would love to have this done so that I can walk again and have my freedom, you're not going to have freedom. It's, it's an illusion of freedom because they're going to be able to control every aspect about you. And, and uh, so, I mean, these are things that I think everybody needs to think about as we move closer into this technology that they're, I mean, it's grown by leaps and bounds. A year ago, would you have mm -hmm. thought that this was possible for somebody to move a mouse on a screen with Never. their mind? Never. No. So, so that's the question for the audience. Will you get the chip in your brain, yes or no? And even share, what do you think? Is Neuralink the mark of the beast? Uh, maybe you have some evidence we haven't seen yet. Share that with us. Now, Doug, one of my favorite questions, <laughs> considering this topic and who's involved, is Elon Musk the Antichrist? I, I do not believe Elon Musk is the Antichrist. Uh, well, but I, people will say he was born in Africa. Yeah, well, and, and, and I understand that. The, the thing is, is that I believe that the Antichrist is very much involved in the political aspect of things right now because we're seeing so many different things come to pass. Uh, I, Elon is a brilliant man. He's a brilliant um, scientist apparently and uh, entrepreneur and has made millions and billions. But I don't believe that he's a world leader that people would get behind and follow and believe that he you know, will be this antichrist person. I, I don't believe it because for one thing, even if he comes from Europe, the thing is, is he's not a political leader. He's not somebody who has the support of other political leaders. Well, and and I, he seems to be anti-world government, mm -hmm. he pro does. free speech, pro guns, like we've talked about. So yeah. he doesn't seem to align in a number of the characteristics that we've identified at endtime.com slash antichrist. Yeah. So it does seem like um, while he certainly, I can get where people are coming from, there's a lot that doesn't line up there for yeah. me. And, and he may truly want to be helping society in, in, uh, in the world by you know, developing these things. I mean, he may be wanting to develop it for good, but sometimes things that are developed for good, they fall into evil places and can be used for evil. I mean, just look at the internet. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and all the things it can be used for because it's good in a lot of ways, but it's evil in a lot of ways as well. So this this particular thing, even though he's part of it, it doesn't make him, uh, you know, the Antichrist. So. Well, we're going to play a clip momentarily of Yuval Noah Harari. I know some of you recall who he is. Some of you have never heard of him. He's going to be talking about transhumanism and elim eliminating free will. He's in cahoots with the world government, with the World Economic Forum, with the globalists that want you to eat 3D printed steaks and burgers made from cricket powder. That's who Yuval Noah Harari is involved with. And our friends at BackyardButchers.com are saying no thank you to uh, those type of ideas. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. So don't forget to go to backyardbutchers.com, save an extra 20% off your entire order 
by using code INTIME with over a half a million happy customers. They're going to make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to backyardbutchers.com slash INTIME, buy American Meat today, and get 20% off your entire order. Doug, I think we have time to go to that clip if you're ready for it. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's do it. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens, because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Now, why is data so important? It's important because we've reached the point when we can hack not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organisms. Now, what do you need in order to hack a human being? You need two things. You need a lot of computing power, and you need a lot of data, especially biometric data. But control of data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. All of life, for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design, of some god above the clouds. But our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. So you notice, Vince, how he compared the God of heaven to what they're doing mm -hmm. and saying it, it's, it's like they believe that they are becoming gods. And um, so that's a very dangerous situation now he we'll talk about that more in a second but the data centers that he's talking about are interesting to me because we've talked about the 15-minute cities here uh in the metroplex and we see more and more of these 15-minute cities coming up all around us uh my kids the uh, the complex that they live in they just got a grocery store put in their apartment complex because these are the things that they've talked about at the WEF. They've talked about being able to control people, keeping them in their little boxes and being able to have everything right there so that you don't have to travel more than 15 minutes out of your little section that you live in. And so one of the things that go along with that, with all of these smart city technology that's coming up now with these electric keys and all the things that go along with it. I mean, people can walk in their apartments now and tell the lights to come on and they come on. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I know people have been doing that with Alexa for a long time, but. And the clapper. Yes, the clapper too, old school. But these data centers are coming up everywhere. And here in just right down the street from us, huge data center, it takes up almost an acre of land. We'll be right back. We have open lines at 877 in time. Don't go anywhere. A voice spoke to me 
and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Ben Siegel here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your perspective on what we're talking about today, transhumanism, Neuralink, the end of free will. Um, we're all over the place today in that vein, Doug, so mm. lots to discuss. Uh, open lines again at 877 time. I want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Gainesville, Florida this, no, not this weekend, March 2nd and 3rd, which feels like this weekend, but it's not. It's a leap year, Doug. I've got a, I've got my other son's birthday is on leap day. Oh, wow. So this is that he's turning four this year, but it's actually the first birthday that we've been able to celebrate on the day. So I tried to talk my wife into doing one birthday party every four years, but (laughs) I thought I could save a little money, but it just hasn't worked out very well. So nonetheless, the end of February is messed (laughs) up for, all of February is messed up for me. Um, But nonetheless, uh, Dave and Jana will be in Gainesville, Florida, March 2nd, March 3rd, Dave will be teaching about the Green Horse in World War III on March 2nd and Breaking Prophecy News on March 3rd. If you are in the Gainesville, Florida area, you definitely want to make plans to come out, meet Dave and Jana. You have a great time with a bunch of like-minded folks looking to grow in discipleship and their understanding of Bible prophecy and current events. So go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and additional details. There's no uh, registration required and it's free to come, but it is first come, first serve on seating. So, um, you know, you might be able to get front row seats if you get there early enough. Endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800 Endtime to learn more about that conference. Again, we'll be getting to the phones momentarily. 877-363-8463 is the number to join us. Doug, right before the break, you were talking about um, the data centers that are going up all over the place. We have a number of them around us. I'm Mm -hmm. talking... 200,000 square feet buildings, Yeah. Uh, uh, 200,000 square foot of buildings being built all around here and they're all being filled with uh, servers and all sorts of technology that I can't even begin to understand and yeah. it's storing data. They're with Amazon, they're with other companies, but that's happening. I don't know if it's 
all over the United States, but here in Dallas specifically, we're yeah. seeing them go up and we have some friends that are working in the industry. Uh, I just got some pictures the other day, you probably got the same text message um, of one that's coming up a block from here or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are storing this data. So what in the world is that all about? Are they collecting data from Neuralink and all this other from, stuff? From or? everything. And, and one of the things, so one of the things that Yaval says uh, on one of the many videos that we've shown before is that the person that controls the data controls the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when it comes down to this and we're actually getting linked up to those data centers uh, neurologically, uh, w they're collecting everything about us. Re remember, there, we've got a clip that I'm, I don't have it today, but there's a clip where Klaus Schwab says, imagine sitting here and wondering what the audience is thinking, except now we don't have to because of things like Neuralink, because of these chips in your brain. We'll know exactly what they're thinking. So there won't be any more elections because we won't have to have that kind of thing because we'll know what people want and we'll be able to provide that. So they want to get rid of all the things that make uh, a democracy and make it into this global world government and have everybody col collectively hooked up to this internet of things and internet of peoples. And that's what this data gathering is all about. Um, now, Doug, how crazy did people think end time was when we were writing about the internet of things in like the late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, I, I know. And here it is now. I mean, it's, it's a real thing and yeah. we're watching it happen. And so, so one of the things I wanted to do right before we, we move on and start taking our calls there, because I know we got folks calling in, but I wanted to remind everybody that this isn't the first time uh, in the history of man that we've tried to become gods of our own. And, and so it kind of happened at the Tower of Babel. It didn't kind of happen. It did happen at the Tower of Babel. And everybody remembers, you know, what was going on there. They were trying to build this tower. And this was really the first time that there was like a world government, a world religion. Uh, the devil's been trying to set this up for a very long time since the book of Genesis, uh, where the people were trying to outdo God and build this tower so high that they could do whatever they wanted and God couldn't flood them out of the world again. And so uh, Genesis 11, uh, 4 through 8 there. Do you mind reading that for us, Vince? Yeah, it says, Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is the only... This is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there, from there over the face of the earth, and they left of, off the building the city. So, so God came down, saw what they were doing. He dispersed everybody, confused the language, and that's you know that's really where we get the word babbling on. You know, when you say somebody's babbling on, it kind of comes from that uh, of what happened there at the Tower of Babel because their language was confused. So, because of their communication and and what they were being able to do there, they were able to achieve these things. And we're right back to that situation now. When you think about it, you look at this world government that's being developed. Look at what the mouth of that beast is. It's the mouth of the lion. Everybody at the UN now has to be able to uh, speak English or at least have a translator that can translate for them because they no longer print 
paper out in all the different languages, they only print English, and that is their national language now that they use at the UN. And so we're, we're watching things develop what are developing in Revelation chapter 13. We're seeing this world government get stronger and stronger, and now, Vince, they might be able to start communicating neurologically and not even have to use words anymore. But they're talking about becoming like gods. They're talking about, uh, you know, being able to, to not uh, age anymore, being able to cure diseases, being able to make you walk again. Things that we watch Jesus do in the Bible, the miracles that Jesus did as the Messiah, healing the blind, the deaf, the lame. They're wanting to do those same things through this type of technology. So they're wanting to become godlike. And it's a very dangerous situation. And in, in, in Daniel, I, I've always looked at this scripture, and, and you know, it, it may not be exactly what this is talking about, but in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, it says that in the end times, it, Daniel was told, hey, seal up the words of this book. Uh, even till the time of the end, and many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Man, if we are not living in that time right now, you know, when are we going to be living there? Because, I mean, look at these, these cell phones that we carry in our uh, pockets. You know, you have to replace them every few years because of the technology and the advancement in technology. Now they're talking about being able to hook this up straight to your mind to where you can just call somebody by thinking about it you know you can text somebody just by thinking about it so it's it's getting crazy but it's very prophetic i believe and it's happening and like we said before this could be part of the mark of the beast so it's just something we'll keep our eyes on it's something to be aware of and it's pretty incredible technology we need to get a sponsor for one of those um, emf blockers or whatever it is you know where they can't <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, like a helmet, you know, like one of those old leather helmets from the NFL. <laughs> yeah, get one of those. just get us a tinfoil helmet and just start wearing that. Thing. Hmm. <laughs> so where do we go to from here, Doug? I know we're going to get to the phones. I know there's some, still some stuff to talk about. You know, like one question we're posing is, you know, what should we do as Christians? Yeah. And that's an interesting question, Doug, because, I mean, I don't know that you could point to a scripture that says, Neuralink is a sin. Right. Now, I'm not promoting it, of course, but right. there's going to be people that go there with it and say, well, there's really nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm probably not going to go to hell if I get it. Right. So what do we do as Christians when we get information like that that, that may be uh, what some consider a gray area? Yeah, well, I mean, for one thing, we talk about all the time, Vince, about, you know, never take... Uh, a chip or an implant of, of any kind in your body whatsoever because it can be manipulated, it can be controlled, and it can become part of the mark of the beast. So we've seen people put chips in their hands where they can walk in their home and they can uh, you know, pay their bills, they can have their lights turn on, they can do everything just by this chip. They can go to the grocery store and scan their hand and it all goes back to their, uh, you know, their wallets and things like that. So we're watching the advancement of this and we're trying to warn people don't don't take anything like this in your body. And so with, that's the first thing I would tell everybody is, is don't ever do that. Just don't do it as a Christian especially, but just as a human being, don't let them put things into your body where they're going to be able to control or manipulate you in any kind of way. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is I, I believe that Ephesians 6 is the perfect place for this because the Lord tells us that 
our battles are spiritual battles that we're dealing with. And if you don't think that the devil's not in control of this kind of stuff, then you need to think again because the devil is the one that wants to destroy your mind. He wants to get in there and control your mind. That's why when it talks about the armor of God in Ephesians 6, that you know, one of the first pieces of armor there is the helmet of salvation that's protecting your mind, protecting your head, letting you know, uh, you know, that I am a child of God. And so that spiritual armor, I think, is what we need to do as Christians. We need to read about that. We need to believe that, and we need to uh, equip ourselves in that armor of God every day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my suggestion anyway. It's a good one. Thanks. It's from a guru. <laughs> you can take it to the bank. All right, Doug, we might have time for one call here. We're going to go to Florida. Toby's watching there. Toby, welcome to the End Time Show. I was just wondering, when it comes to the ship, do we think that it could lead to the Mark of the Beast? Yeah, Toby, I, I think that it could. I think the technology there, I mean, when the Antichrist arises and the world government is in full power and we start that final three and a half years before Jesus comes back, I think that they can control that technology and be able to flip that stuff around to where it can be used as that. Now, I also believe that what the Bible says is that we're going to have to worship the beast. And so when you worship something, you are doing that willingly. You are worshiping uh, you know, whatever you're worshiping. You think about it, because we, we talk to people all the time that, you know, about worship, even if you go to a ball game and things like that, and you're watching your favorite team play, and you're throwing your hands up in the air and yelling for that team, that's a form of worship. You're worshiping that team. Uh, so you're going to have to do a form of worship. What that's going to be, uh, you know, is I think that it's going to be like it was uh, with Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 3, when when you see the image of the beast, there may be certain times of the day it may be hooked up with this neural stuff. Who knows by then the technology will have. But uh, there'll probably be certain times where you'll have to bow down to that image of the beast and they'll be watching you to make sure you're doing that. Um, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but yes, I do believe that it will be eventually used in that manner. Thank you so much for answering that question, and it helps a lot. All right, thank Thanks, you, Toby. Toby. God bless you. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Doug, I got a text from my wife while Toby was talking. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to tell anybody what it says because okay. I've learned my lesson. There you go. And uh, we got some fan mail the other day of a doghouse with a dog with my name on it, mm-hmm. and I was in the doghouse. Right. But the magnets can be moved around, and there's one with your name and one with Dave's name, so we can yeah. change we can who's each, in the doghouse. So each go in the doghouse. Just acknowledging I got your text to my <laughs> wife, and I'm not going to read it on air. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Don't forget to go to endtime.com events to learn more about the conference coming up in Gainesville, Florida. We'd love for you to come out. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. understand what is taking place except a man is born again he can enter or see the kingdom of God I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself you are essential you still matter this is a journey and when we get to the other side of that that's where our prize is that's where our reward is 
time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we ready to go back to the phones? Do you have anything else to say before we dive off into it? No, let's go back to the phones. All right, we're going to go to Tennessee now. John is watching there. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon to both of you. I should say welcome back to the End Time Show. We need a the John Show. Uh, we've got the Joe Show, but now we need the John Show. That's all right. First and foremost on this communication is happy birthday to Judy. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. She turned 82. Absolutely. Anyway, secondly, all the stuff you're talking about with this uh, chip in the brain and all that, uh, Robert Heidlin, the science sci-fi author, way back in the 40s, predicted all this stuff. He wrote about it. I was space happy when I was a kid, and I read about every Heinlein there is. I've even got a couple of signed novels is, and he predicted every bit of this stuff. But I don't think there's any question that the uh, neurochip will be part of the uh, 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 brain. My brain's already bad. And I don't you need want a Neuralink, John. <laughs> yes. You'd have access yeah, to all the information. You don't think there's a question that'll be part of the uh, Mark of the Beast? Is that what you're saying? It will be part of the Mark of the Beast because the uh, scripture says it'll either be in the hand or the forehead. Mm -hmm. They can use the chip or the little RFID chip in the hand to do most of what it, but if they use the one in the head, and they may find that putting it into the uh, frontal lobes through the forehead might be the best spot. So you know how that works. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you very much, Vince, for what you did for my friend on hooking him up with the uh, end, uh, end of the age stuff. End Time and, Plus, my pleasure. Yeah, End Time, on the End Time Plus, yes. And, uh, well, you're doing a wonderful job, both of you, and I'll let you get to some real questions. How's that sound? <laughs> well, thank you, sir. We appreciate your call. We always love to hear from you, of course. Uh, if you like hearing from John from Tennessee, you know, he usually... He didn't bring up the fact that I asked about, is Elon Musk the Antichrist? Mm -hmm. He usually tells us to stop looking for him, that we're going to mm -hmm. know it when he comes. So uh, I kind of felt like I was missing some correction there. But, uh, you know, thank you, John, for your call. Always love it when you do. <laughs> if you like it when John calls, <laughs> yep, status quo, um, comment The John Show. And now it's time, Doug, to go to The Joe Show. Let's Joe from New it. York is calling. Uh, Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. You guys look wonderful as always. It's always good to see you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, and happy birth, happy birthday also to Judy. You said she turned 82? That's right. God bless her. Listen, there's so much that we can go into, and like I said, even with my frail old age over here, I have a lot of time to take in a lot of information. And Satan is behind everything. Yeah. He wants to make it complicated and confusion. It is definitely a chip in the brain is going to be connected with the mark of the beast. 
How are they going to control you? Well, they have AI now infiltrating all the companies, and it's all going to be linked together. Now, whether you have a tattoo on your hand or a mark showing it, there's got to be a chip in the brain so they can control you. But now the, the, the video you showed from the BBC, that's pure evil. They're mm-hmm. all against God. They're, they're blatantly putting God down. Everything that you're showing. I forgot this other meatball. What was his name that you just showed? Uh, Yaval Noah Harari. Yeah, that's a wonderful name. I wish he was here in my house it, oh, about electronics. I'd like to plug him into an outlet here. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. That's just my funny anger towards these people that are being... You better watch it. The FBI might show up, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, let, let, like anybody can come to my door. I'm going to tell them about Jesus, whoever they are. Amen. And this Klaus, good old Schwabi over there, you know, he's behind it all because he's so evil that you you could smell the stench a block away from from that man. He and and Satan is manipulating and wanting to confuse. But you see, Satan will use everything, starting off very subtly and building, mm-hmm. and you have. Everybody convinced, and you keep hearing me say this, there's no such thing as artificial intelligence. It's not real. It's the leftist technicians that are being controlled by the elite, being paid millions of dollars to develop higher and higher levels of this blockchain, these clouds. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it very subtly. They're taking over companies. And that's all gonna, it's all going to eventually be linked together. But here's the thing that bugs me. We don't hear too many people talking about the truth. The body of Christ, those who know and love the Lord, who are spiritual people, have got to see the truth. We're being shown false information continually. And I don't see enough people beside you guys talking and exposing this to the world. There are too many people. Even I saw a video on YouTube, this minister saying he's investigating using AI for his ministry. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. They've not got to know the truth. And we've got to be praying about it, of course, but, but people got to be talking about it. And all the believers that are hearing me talk right now, talk about it. Let people know it's not real. It's a manipulative it's a manipulative tool that Satan will use to control the world. And that we're seeing the foundation. And we and, and we can go on and on about all the little facets of it and it becomes more and more complicated and people don't know what to think about it. I'm telling you what to think about it. It's evil. Mm-hmm. It's against God. They're the same ones that they said that AI can make another a, a better Bible. So we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that in church. We got to talk about that in prayer meetings and Bible studies. We got to expose this falsehood that is being propagated against the whole world, and it's all being developed by satanic principalities and powers that we can't see. They're manipulating the left, who the left is trying to convince us that there's a superior intelligence. What they want to do with that chip is take take away your free will. That's the basis of it. Yeah. They want to manipulate you that eventually you will worship this pineapple who we call the Antichrist. And it's all falling together. The pieces are coming together 
faster and faster. And I guess I've said my piece for today, but please, everyone, talk about this. AI is not a real thing. It is being developed by the leftist extremist to control the world. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, I mean, you bring up a great point because one of the things that was was done to us with the demonetization on YouTube, it, it was done because they have AI robots out there that are listening for the words that we say for, uh, you know, even looking at the titles of the programs and things like that. Well, they have to program that AI to do yes. that. They, they've got to tell it what to look for, key words and key uh, phrases to look for in order for it to find those. And you're absolutely right. They're telling us AI has this advancement that it's going to become smarter than human beings at one point, but they're the ones telling AI what to think. And so I uh, totally agree with what you're saying, Joe. But I want people to know, being my technical background, a machine cannot think it can only calculate. It can only be what is programmed into it. And if you don't like your machine, unplug the damn thing. <laughs> the, the world's getting crazy. We're thinking that there's really an artificial intelligence. No, it's the extremists that want to control the world. They're programming these chips. And, and, and that's, the, that's the stepping stone. They want to infiltrate companies to eventually be able to control companies, whether it's manufacturing, distribution, sales. So all these people, all these big CEOs are buying these chips thinking, well, oh, it's going to make my company better. No, eventually they'll take over your company. Yeah. They will control it. Just the same way this clown got a, whoever it is you were talking about, got a chip in his head and he can move a mouse. Now, I don't understand how that's happening, but we do know I, I have a mouse here that, that is not physically connected. It's, 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 it's waves of information. Now, I can't see that, so somehow it's the same technology of a, a wireless mouse, except the chip that they have programmed, they're putting into somebody's brain, and I don't know how impulses come from somebody's brain that can move, you know, a mouse, but... It probably exists, but that's all a stepping stone to the mark of the beast. Because once they can do that, once you can move a mouse by thinking, they're watching you. Yeah. You don't know what else is programmed into that chip. They can eventually control your free will. Yeah. Then what? That's right. Did, you how, never know, Joe. Human... You're pretty worked up today. Yeah. No, it's it's it's. It's unnerving that what is unnerving is I don't hear people talking about it. Yeah. They're accepting artificial intelligence as being a real thing. It is not a real thing. It is people, technicians, programming these chips. These chips don't make themselves. These chips don't program them, themselves. The mark of the beast, when everyone will have to... How can the whole... A billion people worship this Antichrist. Well, if they took away your free will, you're going to go along with anything that they tell you is reality. If you believe the reality that there's artificial intelligence, you're being duped right. in plain English. And the body of Christ is the fighting force here for God, because all these clowns are against God. And that's what makes me angry. They're against the living God who is wonderful. God is love. 
He became human and bled to death on a cross for us to know truth. And Satan is the father of lies, and we've got to keep speaking the truth. All right, Joe, thank thank you so much for your call. We always appreciate it. Of course, everyone loves the Joe Show. There's some being called, uh, some calling for you to be censored now, though, so we can talk about that (laughs) the next time you call. Um, Doug, we're running out of time here. How do we wrap today's show up? What do you want to leave everyone with? Well, one of the things, Vince, that they talk about is this technology can make you like it's superhuman. It could give you super strength, give you uh, the ability to do things you were never able to do before. But here's what we know. It's a promise from God and it's found in Daniel 11. And it's it's really what this uh, ministry was built upon is, is these promises from Daniel 11. Uh, but it tells us that if we're really, if we're born again believers and we're spirit led, uh, that we will be strong and do exploits. Daniel 11:32 says, "But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits." 33 says, "And they that understand among the people shall instruct many." So if we're led by the Spirit of God, Vince, that's a promise we have. We're going to be able to do things that we never thought we could do before through the Holy Spirit of God. And so we we've seen wonderful stories all throughout the Bible. Uh, stories about Samson, about David's mighty men, uh, people that the Holy Spirit would come upon and they would be able to do miraculous things. Now, because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And so we have that kind of power and strength within us because of God. And he's telling us in the end times, we don't have to be afraid because we'll be doing exploits. Doug, we haven't seen anything yet. Right. One of our favorite scriptures, Daniel 11, people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. They that understand among the people shall instruct many. I'm looking forward to greater things ahead. All of us need to bind together in prayer and ask the Lord to give us these gifts to strengthen us spiritually, to strengthen us physically uh, because there's coming a time when um, Doug, this revival, there's going to be a revival where no man can number. So imagine what God's going to call us to do greater than what we're even doing now. So be in prayer for everyone. Uh, all our brothers and sisters around the world. Uh, we'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget, you can go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. Participate in thousands of hours of content that's available for totally free because of generous partners like yourself. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. God bless.